Billy the Group this morning. Glad that you're here. A couple of announcements that uh, we want to make this uh, day. We've got a couple coming up here.
worship and thank you for Jesus that his death, burial, and resurrection for the right to be found and the life to be given. We pray for the offerings that have been taken this morning that it be for glory and for honor and for kingdom building. Bless all those that have been involved in the accomplishing of efforts for the kingdom building to be the church that bears the name of Jesus. Be with the building and bless the people of God. And Lord, thank you for your clean house and In a little bit, we're going to welcome everybody here. But we got special from our kids. So, who wants to name? Okay. 
Tell us that these things can be reported and seen with a trust number. So, and these are uh, some of his reported life stories. And Bronco says that habits has not been changed. Well, I think that's a pretty good illustration of what we're dealing with when we talk about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want us to think this morning about holding on to Easter. And I want us to think about that first Easter morning, and then I want us to read a section out of John, which is really the, the afternoon or the evening of that first Easter day, and think about what the disciples went through, what they experienced, and what they leave behind for us by way of holding on to Easter and uh, believing what the Bible tells us about this this beautiful day, this resurrection day, the day that our Lord rose from the dead. So listen with me, Luke uh, 24, beginning in verse 1. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other men who went with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which had been prepared. In other words, they were coming to take care of the body of Jesus, hoping that they would be able to get to the body of the Lord. Stone had already been put in place. But verse 2, they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. And they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that the old two men stood by them in shining garments, which is a good image. Then as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, these men said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He's not here, but he's risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, and get the words of Jesus the quotation, the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and the third day rise again. What's the message of Easter? What's the message of the cross? It's there in verse 7. Jesus must be cruelly treated by men in this world, that he will be put to death by crucifixion, but three days later, rise again. And they remembered his words, and they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. And there was Mary Magdalene and Joanna, Mary the mother of James and the other women with them, who told these things to the apostles. Now, notice verse 11 with me. And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. Kind of sounds a little bit like Mark and Philip, doesn't it? No one was to believe what he had seen. No one would believe these women, what they had seen and what they had heard about Jesus. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb again. Stooping down, he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves. And he departed, marveling to himself at what had happened. Now turn with me over to John. And I want you to look at John 20, beginning verse 19. The day has now come and passed. The evening has arrived. Then in the same day, at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, 
peace be with you. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands, his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. I believe that's a, a, a physical act of a symbolic, a symbolic spiritual action that was like a true believer breathing upon them the Holy Spirit. We're told that they received the Holy Spirit when they joined the church. And then he says, you can forgive the sin of the dead. They are forgiven them. You can retain the sin of the dead. They are I think of those few short verses in John that really have what Easter is all about. Jesus comes at the close of that first Easter day, and he explains to them what this day is all about. And now I'm hoping I can be thinking and living every day. I had a uh, memory that came up way Facebook this week. Notifications, you know, share. I didn't share it, but I wanted my kids to watch it. It was from two years ago, 2020. And if you remember, that was right after the beginning of shutdown and lockdown. We were still scrambling to try to figure out how to uh, actually do the sermons online and, and post it. We didn't have the cameras that we have now. We had to put our GoPro working off of a cell phone, and, you know, it was a, it was a crazy time, but I, I watched the video, and I just was just in my mind watching it and thinking about that, that Sunday, and how very different it was than any other Easter Sunday that I had ever heard in my life. It was so different for me, because the church alone was going to nothing. I was preaching to a weekly church, just a few of the praise team and volunteers who were working with me in the sound panel, but we had done nothing. Nothing at all. What kind of Easter is this? And then even last year, we had returned to some bit of normalcy, but even then, there was still this hesitancy and still this sort of you know, trepidation about uh, being in such big crowds and you know, the question last year was, will we ever get back to normal again? Well, look at our response in prayer. Praise God. Praise God. We are together this week that we can rightly hold our world in Easter. But I want to say to you, whether we're able to physically be together or we're pulled apart by the circumstances of life, we are to hold Easter in our living. Hold Easter in our, our worship. Hold Easter in its specialness. Now, how do we do that? Well, I'll just say these four things that, that Jesus makes clear in John's Gospel here in chapter 18, which is back in verse 19. We see in the beginning there in verse 19 the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. His presence stands with us. It is the same day. It was in the morning, they didn't know where he was. They had not seen his body, and, and they only heard reports. But where was Jesus? Now in the evening, he 
mystic woman miracle worker Jesus passes through those open doors and he stands in the midst. He stands among them with the words peace be with you. What does Easter mean to us? It means that Jesus still is with us. We have a risen Savior. We have a risen Lord. We don't worship a Savior talk about what his life was, who he was as a person. We talk about who he is. We talk about what he is, what he shared, how he is still in our midst. Our church these last couple of years, particularly with COVID, has seen this change. It's almost been a rather rapid change in our congregation. We have accepted by Relationship with the God of God, and to hear how God has brought them to that saving place and that saving grace, and, 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 and how to go even more with Jesus through the body of Christ, that idea of Jesus, that a body of Christ, that I said to this, he showed them his hands, his side. The disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. He showed them all of these things that he experienced on the cross. He, he showed all these rooms and these, these different places. But what he was really showing them was the power of God. The power that God has to overcome. And uh, and he says, you have overcome through me. As I have overcome, you overcome. We lived uh, in a day where you know, we, we, we have so much that frightens us, so much that brings in 
And in verse 21, there's a third thing that, that, that needs to be addressed. There is the promise which speaks to us. And Jesus said to them, These speaking to you, as the Father has sent me, I also send you. Then he gave them the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, that is the promise of God. The promise is the peace of God that passes all understanding. And listen, the promise is the power of God by way of the Spirit of God. That's the Easter that gives us life. That's the good news of this day. That is what we are waiting for at this time of year. And I pray that Jesus may come back and work in this celebration that just as the disciples started out early in that morning, questioning and wondering what is it all about, that by the end of this day, we come to this, this resolute peace he's offered. And because he is the peace, I have the peace. And I have the promise of God that he can give me. One last thing that Jesus told us. And that's the purpose for which he sends us. He says that we forgive the sins of any, they forgive, and if we retain the sins of any, they are eternal. Now, when Jesus came, he came and said, I've come to seek and to save those who are lost. I've come to do the Father's will, the Father's work, the Father's kingdom, the Father's business. That business was to share the way of salvation. The way of salvation has never been in any other way. It's never changed. I've said to you before, the adults of the Old Testament, they were saved by looking forward to Messiah. They couldn't understand it very well. There was no way for Abraham or Noah or David to understand it. They were even known by the crucifixion of their Savior. And so when they would read the passage and they would hear God speak about being high and lifted up and coming from the land, the prophets would preach about that. They didn't really know what that meant. They, they didn't understand it. They just knew that God had promised to send a Messiah. God had promised to send his sacrifice. And, and, and that was set out in all the Old Testament sacrifices in the Old Testament, temple worship, the, the Passover meal, all of that was forward-looking picture. God's fingers pointed by Jesus saying, He's coming to lead his faithful people. And then when Jesus came, He came as a baby. God was saved by way of an angel. God was saved by way of the, the fulfillment of prophetic scripture. He's here. He's alive. Last Sunday, we were again celebrating the Palm Sunday, the wonder of the palm branches reenacting that, that beautiful Sunday of, of shouting Hosanna, high is he who comes in the name of the Lord, who is the King of Kings. When Jesus was here, God said he came back. He is the one. Put your faith in him. And there were those that struggled. There were those who said, he's, he's just the Nazareth. Uh, he, he's just a carpenter's son. Uh, uh, you know, he, 
was he that put his will on put his word in the true, true image of the mighty hand of God and the working of the Holy Spirit? He was a man full of faith and faith. And he was there to follow him. And this is my spirit. The great gospel of how can you be the man? For he told Jesus that I'm on the cross for that man. For that for him to be God and God. How can he be the one here? For good Easter too. And the tomb was empty. And the cross was pointed. And God said, He's the one. He's my son. And two thousand years later, he came back to Jesus. And he said, Trust in the great I am with God. That's the that's the purpose by which we've been sent out to this world to share the unsaved message. When you go to heaven, dear friend, you go to meet Jesus and go to Jesus. You live in one day, you knew Abraham and David and Isaac and Abraham of the Old Testament before they were born. But you become disciples in the day coming to live to go to Jesus. If you're there, I'm there, anyone alive today may go to heaven where they are to be called to Jesus. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. All must come by way of baptism. All must come by way of repentance. All must put their faith in that empty tomb. That's how we're trying to encourage you. And as Christians, how we wait on you to share this good news. We live in a world of death, and we're told by all the news that we live in a world of death. Think about it. Think about the politicians that we need this, we need that, you need to do this, it's going to be that. If you don't do this, you don't do it. They're telling total abominable people that an ecological apocalypse is going to begin, that the environment is going to permeate that Mississippi. Hollywood films, Wall Street projects, and the world screams about all the things that we're doing. Listen to me, above all the things you might think you're doing, there's going to be one thing that you're doing for Jesus. And while Jesus had been gone, was it profitable to gain the whole world and yet Jesus had not died yet? Is going to ask you to do three things for Jesus. Maybe you're already in some of these. Not just, I know a particular story of the Bible. I know about him, about how God did it long, long time ago. No, I'm asking that you know him as your creator and redeemer. That you breathe on him his Holy Spirit. That he would be king in your life. Help us all to have someone here yet to come to you. And what better day, what greater day is there than the 
We pray God's blessings upon you as you worship with us today. If God has led you to make a decision today for Jesus, we would love to hear about it. We invite you to come to our website, cometothecross.net. Our online decision card will allow you to tell us about the decision that you're making. All decisions, all contacts are kept private and are confidential. However, we would be able to pray for you and perhaps I'd even be able to call you and pray with you about what God has led you to do if you so desire. So fill out the form, let us know, and just know that we love you and God loves you. And we're excited that you're taking this first step for God today.